Join the conversation. Call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. He looked down the right. They're going to go for the last tackle. What's the kick from Johnson? Oh, that's way big. That's way big. Oh! Oh! It is not way big. It is inch perfect. From Sean Johnson and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak, who's been in the wars tonight, catches a screamer and somehow gets it down in the field of place. Chase, it's Garrick, the bounce is there. Here comes Turbo. Sound the turbo alarm. The hammer is chasing. Gets the ball away. Garrick back with it for Manley. Back to Turbo. That's a try. That's worth more than four. For Boyevich, right up to the line, Olikowatu, here comes another one, just like the other one. Gary has a hat Yeah, welcome to Crunch Time on your Saturday, brought to you by Ozito, powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. And before you dig, don't dig blind, search before you dig online every time. This show is way big. It's way big. Well... Maybe not way big, but we're here, <laughs> and we appreciate your time because you make the show. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 text 0457 736 736. Have you Quick. ever dug a hole? Talk about digging a hole. Make sure you dial before you dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever physically dug a hole? No, nah, you've not done really. one. You've done one sort of metaphorically yeah, on yeah. the show. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I've dug many a hole there. Don't you worry. There's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Quick roll call. Eleven seventy in Sydney. SENQ 693 Queensland, 1620 The Gold Coast, the app, the podcast. We say hello to you, our very own private investigator who doesn't wait for his introduction, Scotty Sattler. Good afternoon to you. How are you, Sugar? I'm very, very good. Uh, busy week, actually. Yeah. Busy week. I, I tell you what, I'm I'm loving this whole – when you win Origin 1, obviously, you can yeah. sit back and gloat a little bit yep. as a Queenslander. But it's interesting to sit back and watch what's happening around the selections with New South Wales and how everyone's just tearing each other apart south of the border. I know. Uh, Maybe this next place got some clues. I know where you haven't been busy, Sats, and that's studying the form because you're running eighth out of nine in the tipping comp here at SEN. Adrian Prezenko, two-time. Imagine being a Walkley Award winner once. Well, this bloke has had the audacity to do it twice. The temerity. And and the temerity to even uh, turn up looking like, wake up, Jeff, from the Wiggles. (laughs) Wake up, AP. So last week it was one of the robbers from uh, Home Alone. I'm surprised you didn't call me Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) You look a bit like Macaulay, actually. Wet bandit, but you've got the bright purple wake up, Jeff uh, shirt on at the moment. How are you, AP? Yeah, very good. It's been a good week. A bit of a mixed bag. I was just talking to uh, Sats before and... Was at the uh, local Downing Centre Court. Uh, it was nice to actually be there as a reporter rather than a defendant for a change. So that no, was good fun. <laughs> but you were there for the for the Dylan Brown, yeah. um, who appeared. And it's going to be, I think, it's back in about another month's time, isn't it, or two or three weeks' time yep. uh, for another hearing. But in one of the other court courtrooms was the Harry Garside well, the, matter as well. It was fascinating. So, Same time. So it's at the local Downing Centre. Five point two, Dylan Brown next door. Five point three. Harry Garside, wow. both scheduled for the same time. So I've gone up there and I've said I've had a bit to do with both of them. And um, Harry had a, a good day. He walked out quite happy because he was vindicated. He had his uh, domestic violence charges uh, that were leveled against him withdrawn and, and dropped. And Dylan Brown's got a bit of a process before he gets back on the field. But I was sort of turning to one of the court reporters who does it all day, every day for a living. And I just said, 
is it like this every day? It's, it's all happening in the game. No, it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. It, it, it is often very dry and dull and boring, and today is not that day. Wow. Um, I'll tell you, I've shared this story, and, and as Fletch says, he says, mate, it doesn't matter if you've shared it. A, not everyone would have heard it, and B, if it's six weeks old, play on. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if I've heard, I think Sats may have heard this story, maybe not UAP, but uh, Dad was a constable, senior constable out at Lake Cargillia, a little town mm. west in New South Wales, and there was a bloke, young kid, Rat's tail, running amok, just absolutely. And when you're a cop in those diminutive towns out in the bush, it's a different way of policing. So in Sydney, you can just go the iron fist and away you go. But because you're likely never to see him again, you've got to play everything. Because you're going to see these faces many times. So he quite often look after a lot of people. And and that's how the the country cop has to go about their business. So Dad, um, and the reason we moved out there, he was one of the first on the scene for that Anita Cobby murder. right? So knocked him around, moved around. And and nothing scares my dad, and I think he's just about seen everything. But there's this one kid who he'd given a million chances to, and he said, mate, honestly, if I see your face again for a break-in, whatever it is, it, it's going to be out of my hands. You're going to court, mate. Like, we just can't. You're running amok in this town. Sure enough, he slips up. Sure enough, he's booked to go to court. And because Lake Argelia is quite a small town, you'd travel down to West Wylong, which is, I don't know, a couple of hours. I don't, know how, don't recall how far it was, but... So dad tells the story that he's sitting there watching this all unfold. And the magistrate says to the young bloke, he said, mate, the references are poor. The lists are poor. It's just misdemeanor after misdemeanor. And mate, honestly, for the betterment of yourself, you're going to need time away. It's, you've got to learn the hard lesson, mate, because it seems you're learning nothing there at Lake Cargelligo. He said, I'm going to give you six months in jail. Six months. It's heavy, mate. Six months in jail to get your life back on track. And the young kid couldn't give a rat's. He's just wow. chewing his gum and just looking dead eye, dead pen at the magistrate. And he goes, six effing months. He said, I'll do that stand on me head. <laughs> so, mate, the magistrate, right, <laughs> cleverly, he asked the, the court attendant to come back. He said, oh, can I have that bit of paper again, please? And he gets the pen out. He makes a few amendments. He said, you know what I'll do for you, young fella? He said, I'll give you 12 months. He said, you can do the first six months stand on your head <laughs> and I'll give you six months to get back on your feet. <laughs> True story. Get that in there. Uh, oh, anyway, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The Maestro. Hello, mate. How are we, boys? Good to be back. Enjoy these Saturdays. Big game coming up this afternoon. Now, I wasn't was here last South. week, of course. Yes. But I was listening in and they did make reference to said hickey. And I'm looking from yeah. this angle, left side well of your hickey, I'm looking, yeah. and well it is all bruising, everything gone. Yeah. Well, It's, it's amazing really how the body heals itself. Well, it's incredible how it keeps popping up again yeah. you know, every yeah. week now. So oh. it's interesting to see if that continues throughout the rest of the year. Did you apply a balm? Sort like of Seinfeld style? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. no. Uh, all the body's magical healing powers, mm. and um, we're back straight where the correct colour again, which is... Uh, yeah, a benefit to myself, professionally, personally. Um, yeah, and it's a period of my life I want to put behind me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, not think about too often. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. <laughs> Mate, the, 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 <laughs> listener, do not stress. The hickey is gone, but the porno mo and goatee remains. Yes. And that's the most important thing. they're sticking around. Thing. They're sticking around. Yes. Don't you worry about that. How was your weekend off last week, Sats? Didn't know what to do with myself. Did so I'll listen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how good's that? How yeah. good's that? Um, now, just on the stories, now some people may have heard that story before, but the great fields of Omar, which is one of my go-to stories, passed away. Heard this, this week. during the week, yeah. Well, no, 
I was absolutely gutted. One, did it win cox, two, two twice, cox plates? Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Brian Martin, who was the who bought the horse, couldn't really sell it. Got sto- stuck with it. I love the story you told. Yeah. The the caller calling the race was one of the owners. Yeah. Of Fields of Omar. He was the one who actually picked the horse out, and couldn't sell it. The idea was to syndicate it out. Couldn't yep. sell it, so he gets kept with about half of it. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you just imagine where you want to grow up and be a broadcaster. And he's growing up, wants to call big races. He's calling a Cox Plate, right, which is many would say at the time the best race in Australia. And he's calling a race and his horse is in that race. 15 to 1, whatever, and it wins a race hmm. and then does it twice. Hmm. It, it's one of the great stories. What about stories. you calling your son if he's a future NRL player? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I, you know what I often think about more and more is we're seeing a lot of uh, uh, pedigree coming through. So obviously you've got Jacob Arthur and yep. Brad Arthur and you've got the Clearies and you've got uh, – there's a lot of father-son combinations, Flanagan's, mm. if he's going to get the job and it, it keeps going on. If we had the scenario where your son's in a grand final and you're coaching against them, but even, even just coaching against them in first grade, how can you honestly plot a plan – like, if you know your son's weaknesses, are you actually going to – it's your job. Any you other to. halfback or five-back, you're going to share it. Like, you have to. No, I'd, be, I'd be saying to them, I need you to go and watch the vision. It's up to you and the assistant coaches to plot to plot how to bring him down because yeah. I'm not going to do it. No. I think, I think, that's, I think that's fair. Oh, it's a big one, isn't it? Mm. Mm. My son's not going to be an NRL player, so it's not an issue for me. <laughs> my, my young bloke works Love you, out, Benny. Hello. Yeah. Hey. My, young, my young bloke works out at Penrith Panthers. He works yeah. in their stats and analysis department, the footy department. Yeah. Loves the job and he loves the club. He obviously grew up um, in the club in the early five or six years of his life and he's living a dream at the moment. Anyway, they did a Q&A with him last week. So Kevin Kingston rang me and said, yeah. is there some questions we can ask him? I said, yeah. He said, all rugby league related. I said, yeah, will he learn how to read from a big league? Yeah. I said the first player he fell in love with was not because of who we, uh, how he played was his name. It was Sonny Bill Williams playing under 21s yeah. for the Bulldogs. Yeah. Anyway, so they got him up and they had a chat to him and they asked him the questions. They said, and Ivan Cleary, Jack said, Ivan Cleary said in front of the whole team and squad and everything, he's out the front. He's a real introvert. Hates attention. Ivan? No, oh. the young bloke, Jack. Oh, Jack. And he said, uh, he said, did you feel pressure growing up as a kid having a grandfather like you did and father like you did? And he goes, nah, I, I realised from about the age of about 10 or 11 that I'm a really shit rugby league player. So <laughs> <laughs> no Syriaco measure. Yeah. Yeah. But even think about, for instance, Jake Arthur at the moment. Like literally, if, if you could have had that decision again in your Brad Arthur, I mean, nobody knows that Dylan Brown is going to be unavailable, but all of a sudden he thought for the betterment of – you know, my son, mm-hmm. and to give him a, a fresh opportunity away from myself, I'll send him over to Manly, and then two weeks later, Dylan Brown's unavailable, and they don't have a backup half. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It's funny how names can sort of relate to occupation. So uh, the obstetrician for our four kids is a fellow called Dr. Child. Like mm. that, That's the... The app name, isn't it? Dr. Child. When I got a circumcision... When I got... Um, when I got... Uh, the yeah. tubes cut. Yeah. What I call yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, no, vasectomy. Uh, vasectomy. Yeah. I had a female doctor. Her yeah. name was Doctor Simcock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's. A, I reckon there's something in that. So for example, Will Power. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to racing, Usain Bolt. Yeah. Usain Bolt. When it comes to uh, running, and you're saying that Jack is into stats and analysis. Yeah. If he's serious, he should change his name to Jack Statler. What's well, his, his, his mates call him Stats. Oh, they call him Statsy. Yeah, Statler. Wow. Statler. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm. I like that. Uh, keep them coming through. Um, speaking of names on social media, I've been – I thought I was hacked. I'm not hacked. It's a um, – what do they call it when they copy your identity? A duplicate. Uh, identity theft. Identity yeah. theft, yeah. So yeah. there's somebody out there proclaiming to be myself on social media right. hitting up – they hit up uh, the tourist. Oh. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? What have you been up to? So it's if there's a dot in the name, it's not me. Okay. It's not me. Uh, just to be aware any, of that. Any good investment opportunities? Yeah, for me crypto, at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, mystery man, make that four thousand one mystery man. Yeah, can that... I just ask too? Like, we know when somebody is on the terps and they tweet drunk. Yeah. How often do you reckon they claim that? Oh, I just got hacked. When yeah. in fact they had a few sherbets and mm. said some stuff that you know they probably shouldn't. Oh no, it's dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. Never tweet and drink. Nah. No, nah, never text and drink, never tweet and drink, mm, lock your never phone. drink and drink. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. We can text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Plenty to talk about, boys. It's been a uh, funny start to round fifteen of the National Rugby League. We're basically halfway through it. The Manly Seagulls. I tipped Manly on a guess. I just thought, you know what, that rookie. Uh, maybe Tommy goes berserk. It was if, if he goes berserk, they maybe win. But to think they'd win fifty-eight points mm. to eighteen, I think it was in the end, fifty-eight points to eighteen. They thrash them by forty points. Jerry Evans, Schuster, Tommy Turbo, starring roles. What were your takeaway, boys? I, I I expected it purely because of purely because of the lack of players they've got. The Dolphins, and this is always going to happen, wasn't it? They're going to get to a stage of the, of the season where they're just going to run out of troops, yep. quality troops. Um, but playing a brookie's hard enough when you've got all your stars back in your team, isn't it? It's a difficult place to win at. To go down there under strength, you've got players suspended, players injured, you've got players playing in positions they're not regularly playing in. I thought they were always going to get lapped down there. But then I didn't turn it on until probably eight minutes into the first half and to see it was 10 nil already, and I thought, oh, this, this could get ugly. I saw some Dolphins uh, ex- uh, executives management at the airport this morning. Yep. And he goes, oh, I, I, he said, I could be better. But last night we, we sort of, we, we thought we're, our backs are going to be against the wall last night. So we're, we're not that upset about it. Okay. Uh, we know we're going to get troops back at the, you know, the back half of the season. But I always thought it was going to be difficult for them down there especially. So who it was Gilbert? No Gilbert. No. No Wallace. No Milford. Uh, no Kalfusi. Um, Branko Lee went off injured as well. Uh, yeah, so they, they just balanced Tavare at one stage. They look, looked like he was going to play in the forwards for the whole game. Yeah, so, mm. yeah, they're struggling a little bit with just with quality. So yeah. do we see enough from Manly boys to say, okay, well, maybe they're back in the conversation or, or not no. really, a bit of fool's gold? Yeah. Yeah. yeah not, not a moment. I think that the Dolphins, with that result, have dropped out of the eight, and I don't think we'll see them back there again. And it's been a terrific – if you told them this is where you'd be after – you know, at the halfway point of the season, I reckon they would have taken that every day oh, of the week. Absolutely. Um, and I can just imagine Freddie watching that game and in about the 65th minute, you could almost hear him just going, hook him, take him <laughs> off. Like, yeah. like there wasn't a lot yes. of upside to having Tommy Turbo, like who well and truly blown out the cobweb, scored yeah. a couple of tries, run for the best part of 200 metres by then already. You just think, oh, you know what? We're doing this in a canter. Like, imagine he does an ankle or a hammy or something in that yeah. last 15 minutes. Joey was calling for it after 10 minutes of the second half on yep. Channel 9's commentary. <laughs> Same yep. So, boys, okay, so, so I was having some dinner uh, with some friends. Was he absolutely in beast mode? Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, he looked quick again. And was he the three Dalian points? Or 
Oh. He'd get at least a couple. Yeah, he'd at least get a couple. Cherry Evans was good. Ruben Garrick was outstanding. Yep. Um, Ola Kawatu yep. was good. Yeah, there was, but he'd be he'd be definitely getting points easily. What, a, what I would love to see is a race between Cooler and Saab. Like, Cooler, how, how quick okay. are they? It's so, not the Fox anymore, is it? So we'll talk. I, I, look, Fox is Fox wouldn't be far away, but I reckon those guys are probably. If you had to go against the major codes, just so in Australia, just say the four codes. Who are the four? Who are the four you're putting up for rugby league? So, oh, I could really four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Yeah, who like are the it. four for AFL? Uh, there might be some football, soccer fans out there. Who are the four for soccer? Um, what about rugby league? Who are the four for rugby league that you're putting up? So, Cola is a given. Saab Saab's is a, a given. given. Is the hammer there? Even Hammer's, Hammer's, Hammer's got to be there last, last night. He he showed some toe. Khan Pereira, yes, would be in the mix as well. Is Tommy Turbo not at that level? No, Over 100? No, no, no way. No, no. I mean, we, he's been he's been run down by back rollers a couple oh, yeah. of times this year. Like, yeah. he he's not in the mix. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good question. And then who would run the final leg? Who would run mm. the final? Have leg? to be Saab, wouldn't it? Long stride. It's, it's so. funny because he just looks effortless mm. when he like. I've, there was a, a game earlier in the year where I think Kula was running away ahead and was looked like he was at full tilt. And Saab was just yeah. just dancing. We like called was... we called the Thursday night game West Tigers and Gold Coast up at. On the Gold Coast on Thursday night, myself and Matty Rogers uh, and Mark Braybrook. And anyway, when Jaden Campbell took the intercept from 80 out, I actually said in the call, shut the gate, yep. no one's going to stop him. Jareem Buller was in third gear mm. and pulled him, pulled him in with 20 minutes, still 20 metres to spare. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, boys, this one for you, AP. I'd be keeping a very close eye on this. Warriors are in the mix as far as, you know, on the premiership ladder, they're, they're high up there. Yep. The Blues have won last night, so they've smashed the Waratahs. So now we move on to the semi-finals, onto the grand final. I've, I'm so certain it's, there's no noise around it, but I'd be so certain that Roger Tuivasa-Shek is in a Warriors jumper this year. Mm. Do we know what the? I know June thirty, you've got to swap clubs, but because he's coming from another code, is well, that? Well, isn't that the case with Jared Hayne? What with the Titans? Didn't he come back very late? He did too. Very late the in the season at, at the at Seabus one day. Yeah, on the mm. Sunday afternoon it was. Yeah. Okay, so, so that, that's so a good rules, question. I, th- I think it's a good point. I don't think the rules apply if you're outside of the league. Yeah, if you're outside of the league and not transferring between mm. clubs. I spoke to a very good friend of mine in New Zealand who's involved in New Zealand rugby, and I said to him, "The World Cup squad, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, will, will he?" Will he be picked in the squad? He said, no, no. Nah. He said he won't be picked in the squad. He, he said there's picked. a couple more ahead of him. There's, there's no point him not playing in the NRL if he's not going to be part of the mm. squad. And I'm just, I'm so, it's such a good story for the game after all the Warriors have given up to, to make the game work during COVID, you know, being away from home for, for three seasons. All of a sudden they're on the cusp of the top four and they've got Roger still to come into that side under oh, a rookie coach in Andrew Webster. What about their defence last night? Yep. They are, they're going really well. I mean, they're... People, it's not a matter of if they play finals, the Warriors. You just got to look at the style that they're playing, and are they playing a finals brand of footy consistently? Yeah, not like Manly at the moment. They're they're on one week, yep. off a couple, off. So, but the Warriors, they are playing genuine finals footy, where it's just all on the back of unbelievable defence. It's, it's a good point too. When you look at, I watched that game earlier in the year, Manly against Melbourne. I haven't seen anyone up for a club game at home at, you know, the yeah. way they were that night at Brookvale. Mm. And they haven't been anywhere near that level of intensity since. Yep. I've gone back to the tapes here, boys. And I was very lucky. I was uh, tasked with calling 
the Jared Hayden return for, for Fox League. That was 2016. It was August 7th. Okay, so... Mm. Um, it's well after June 30. Well, yeah. yeah, the best part of five or six weeks after June 30. So um, maybe we probably need to get... To, I, might, I might send out a text to a contact at the NRL to see what the rule is there relating to Roger Tuovasa-Shek. I remember when he was coming back, when he, he was announced he was coming back to league and the Gold Coast had got him. And, and living on the Gold Coast myself, I've got to say... It was like the NFL was in town. It was a yep. fever pitch. And it then was. when it was announced that he was going to play, it was pretty sure it was against the Warriors that Yeah, it day. was the Warriors, yep. yeah. Yeah. He was going to play against the Warriors on a Sunday afternoon. Jersey number 21, they lost that. Wow. But then you recall that the following week, yep. so it was a bit rough in that game. The following week, he goes to Campbelltown. Campbelltown. This is my house. This is my house. Yes. Mm. So I remember I got a tip that the Gold Coast were – meeting with, with Jared. And at the, at the time, Graham Annesley was the CEO. And I said, uh, mate, I'm, I'm hearing that and he picked up the phone and I said, mate, I'm hearing that you've met with him. And he goes, I can promise you that I haven't met with him. And um, he hasn't met with him. That he hadn't met with him. <laughs> the next day it came out that he, he had in fact met with him. And he said, I said, mate, you've led me up the garden path. He goes, no, I was looking at him. I was about to meet with him. He was in the cafe. I was ringing you from my car. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was good. And um, like, I just remember how much buzz there was, oh, it was around that because he was at peak Jared. Like this yeah. is just post NFL coming back. Everyone su- suggested that he was going to come back to Parramatta and they didn't have the money that he wanted to come back. Um, so it's sort of, it all it was all sort of, Downhill from there, really, yeah. wasn't it? After that, that was the big comeback game. Hmm. And you remember the Titans were flying when he came there. So Neil, Neil Henry, Henry had yeah. him really tight, really going well. And everyone thought, we'll add Jared into the back end of, you know, of the year. He'll, he'll join the squad. But they really fell away, and he was quite a divisive, disruptive influence yes. over the next sort of 18 months. Hmm. Lost to the Warriors, had uh, two wins over the battling Tigers and Knights. And then loss, 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 ta-ta, Tatiana, Western Webb, you're right. Yep. Yep. Straight out the back door. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. Uh, we'll get into the Raiders-Warriors a bit more, talking about, well, they spoiled the party, didn't they? The Raiders, uh, the Warriors for the Raiders, uh, Andrew Webster. One thing I'll say, in fact, I'll save it for after this. I'll save it for after this. Who's in your relay team? As per Sats, we've got four to send to the Sport Olympics. Who are our four in the National Rugby League? 0457 736 736. Uh, we're not taking the Let It Ride entries just yet. We might take those after one o'clock, but we've got a double banger for you today. There's two chances to win today for your Let It Ride. This is Let It Ride and Crunch Time. Crunch Time for now. Let It Ride after two o'clock on your SEN. Where are you listening? On your dial or maybe through the app, whatever the case may be. Adrian Pazenko, Scotty Sattler, I'm Joel Kane. A break and back with plenty more.